Hey guys, welcome back to Touchgrass Podcast. I am trying to get back in the groove of things. Actually, I'm experiencing an outage now. And I just figured I'd take the opportunity to just kind of walk around the house and get dressed. And just talk to you about my last vacation that I was on. I figured I'd give you guys an update as to what's going on. So for my last vacation, which was last week, I went to Negril for four days. I was staying at Borgwa Village. I was staying with an old childhood friend um acquaintance um what you call it one like a small like a villa kind of place it was a really good place uh caribbean Bay and i stayed there and we had a wonderful experience it was a local stay pretty affordable the food was great and we got a chance to eat around some of the spots in negril some of the places that we actually had lunch was we had lunch we had lunch at breakfast so just kind of eat overall before we got to Negril in Sandy Bay, we went to a place called Waterfront. That's on the right-hand side going on to Negril. And that place was so, so good. They cooked the food in Dutch pot and open flame, like on coal pot and coal stove and stuff like that. And it was really good. It was really authentic, very raw. You could see the seasoning, like them really put them food in it. Even though me, I was similar like how oh, that sound, you know, people put them food in your food. But I like that. I like that place. The oxtail was good. I would highly recommend. I had oxtail and I think fried plantains and bay had um jerk pork and rice and peas but it was really good we had both fry and ripe plantains and it was really good we had a good time the girl who made the lemonade she was actually the waitress and she essentially kind of mekwang granny and lemonade like she made a, a lemonade that your grandmother would make that it was something that was really good very authentic it was awesome good food we left from there and I think we had breakfast at Cafe Blue the next morning because we were still in Montague Bay and then we went to Negril. We had breakfast the first day at at um, a boardwalk. Uh, I'm going to tell you that the, the food there in terms of pricing, like the, the, the expenses, it's a little bit. It's 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 Negril prices. It's not going to be a $500 breakfast or a $700 breakfast. It's going to be in the $40 range. So you have to ensure that you budget for that. that that's the other thing too. You have to really budget about what you're gonna, where you're gonna go, how you're gonna spend it. Because if you fall on the grill, you will end up overspending on food a lot because there are so many different places to eat and a lot of them are, are geared towards tourists and they're priced in US dollars and it can throw you off, especially when you, when they use their, <clears throat> sorry, their calculations of the rate that might completely throw you off and might, you might overspend and, you know, your budget will kind of go through the roof. So you have to be careful when you're planning on, you know, going there. So first morning, boardwalk breakfast, we had a lobster, lobster omelette. And I had, I think, ham and cheese omelette. And I had, I like my ham and cheese omelette with, with sweet pepper. So we had that and it was really good. We, Bay brought up this idea of, well, he does this thing with coffee where he chose put Bailey's and Amaris in it. And I tried it for the first time. I was completely sold on that. That was so great. So we had Amaretta and Bailey's coffee. We also had some, do we have bush tea? I think we got bush tea that morning. He got bush tea that morning because he was a bush tea person. I don't know, everywhere in this world, man, that walk well. Well, he says he wants to get it everywhere in the Caribbean, which is right. You know, we had to order, special order a couple of days before that bush tea was available there because they don't have bush tea. We are on whole Caribbean island and then I have bush tea food. I'm mean, not get that. I don't get that at all. And I guess I can understand why he would ask for that because it'd be something a bush everywhere. We live in a bush, so why is it that we have to special request bush tea? But as well as I get it, it's not where we're really moving away from that. And they're not really catering to locals, they're catering to 
foreigners who don't know a lot about bush tea so i get that too uh the next thing we had to eat let's see um went from there where did we have lunch that day that night i think we went to hedo for for dinner and that wasn't too bad at all the food at hedo was good the first time i went didn't like it at all the food was trashy i think i had butter and bread the first time i went after trying the food but apparently they changed their chef and that helped that worked so we were able to get um good food tasted really good the lamb chops was well seasoned but you couldn't eat it too tough and the pork chops was really good or i think the pork loins was good and all that kind of thing it was really good the food was good at either not at all uh i'd give it an eight out of ten now i'm gonna complain about it at all the first time i would tell you not to but no i would the show was also great so that was a good part of that the next morning we went to patsy's patsy's is around by western after you pass the library and go around there it's on the right hand side one nice little turquoise building it looks very what do you call, what do you call, what do you call it? caribbean It's a board building. Um, it just looks very simple. It has all the baking stuff at the front because they're really into pastries. But when you go through and turn to the right, you see a little enclosed area. And then there's this nice little balcony at the back that opens up and shows the entire sea. I was blown away. The view was so gorgeous. It was a little hot and that's not their fault. Obviously, that's the weather. But the view was gorgeous and boats were passing by and you could see people in the water and they were fishing and that kind of stuff it was just so peaceful i remember sitting there and there was actually a lady there who's from kingston who came there with her partner and she said behind me and i could hear her say this and i was i was like yeah girl i get it she said i am so happy that i'm able to come to a place like this and eat breakfast and appreciate the beauty that life has to offer and i'm like girl yeah i get it i get for if you know you know it's just such a great thing to appreciate your country i don't think we appreciate jamaica as much as we should there's so many hidden gems and there's so many things that we we have low other international persons coming through to to you know visit and enjoy and we don't somehow we just don't think we should enjoy it we actually had the conversation with um two of the ladies there who were masseuse masseuse they're massage therapists and we're talking to them and you know i i said to me that listen jamaicans don't enjoy this and jamaicans from this side of the island don't stay here and enjoy this side of the island they go out to the cities and to montague bay and ocean other places they don't stay in nigel who is in nigel don't stay in nigel who they're mobbing to say mobbing who they're watching to say ochi they want to go other places because they're so accustomed to it and they see it every day like she says i'm here working at the sea at the beach every day and i've never gone in i've never gone there it doesn't appeal to me i never brought my swimsuit and say hey i'm going to come here and i'm going to enjoy the water i come i sit here i work and i leave and if i want somewhere to go i go to the states and you know what i get it i get it it's like i remember when i wanted when i was in my early 20s and i was i i think i i was spending my last couple of months in jamaica before i moved abroad and i was like you know what i'm gonna move out to the place i'm living now i packed up my furniture and i want i moved into a one bedroom furnished place in ironshore and i said i want a place that gives me the view of the sea every morning and I can tell you, I got a place with a view of the sea. I was, I had an apartment, I was living in an apartment complex or an apartment building that was essentially behind the police station in Carl Gardens. And I could get up every morning and see the sea, smell the ocean breeze, feel the warmth of the ocean. And after a while, you know what? 
I got bored of it. Not even bored. It's just I got so desensitized with it that it didn't appeal to me anymore. And I think that's what really happens with everything in your life. Is like when you get so accustomed to certain things, you just don't appreciate anymore. And you just have to keep putting in things in your life to say, you know, I need to take some time, stop and appreciate this. Now, I do live in Montego Bay and I do enjoy the beach here and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter how often I go to Dr. Scave or I go to any of the beaches here. When I go there, I take a deep breath and I grow myself and I'm like, you know what, girl, a lot of people don't see this, appreciate it. And I just enjoy the warmth and the breeze and the people and the sun, the sand, the water, everything. It just takes a sense of self to acknowledge that the things that you take for granted you really shouldn't because for one not only do other people don't have access to it you don't know how long you will have access to it you don't know what's going to change in the world and you may not have access to beaches anymore or you may not you don't know what's going to happen in your life you might die and we're all living the best life we can because at the end of it we're all gonna end all we're gonna end up at the same place so honestly i think we should take some time and enjoy all of it that we have to do all of it all of it all of it i spoke about this on a live last night when i was talking when i was on tiktok live i spoke about this and i was saying that one of the things that i appreciated about the entire weekend was actually going to hedo for the fact that you saw different types of people and you were only able to judge them on their personality you couldn't look at what they had on because they didn't have on anything to judge them on where they were in life what they possibly could have done all you saw were people at their rawest truest potential and they spoke to you based on their personality not the leverage they had because they had on a rolex watch or they have on a business suit or they had the best hairstyles or whatever because nobody had on any makeup nobody had on any hairstyles or anything like that nobody never had on a bag of jewelry because they didn't want their jewels to get lost in the water or turned if it was silver because all my silver stuff got turned by the way the authenticity of it was that you had people naked people walking around and they're talking to you about their lives and their children and their personality and their lifestyle because that's all we really are we're not we weren't focused on what clothes they had on or what jewelry they had on because they didn't have anything to look at so i, I looked at all of that and i kind of reevaluated how i see people now i've always i've, I've done it for a long time i've stopped judging people based off of what they look like what they sound like what they wear and what they where they work i'm an avid believer like i i do not respond to what do you do for a living somebody asked me what do i do for a living my exact answer is i make money and it's how do you make money i says wisely smartly efficiently effectively well you know what i mean because that's not important what i do for a living isn't important as to what kind of person i am and personal asks stuff like you know what college you went to to find out if you went to college and i've met some of the smartest persons in the world who are not college educated who learn their grits and learn their life based on what they have learned through life the experiences that they had you know, I've learned to see someone who is well-dressed and well-looking and they're nuts. They act really crazy and a little bit off and they're uncomfortable to be around and they're pretty much assholes. So when you look at things like that, you kind of have to break down in yourself and figure out what kind of person do you want to be and how do you want people to treat you? And I realized that people are not authentic at all no matter what level they are whether they're naked and he do or not they're not authentic because even them who are naked there are people there that were there and their families and friends don't know what they're doing or where they are because they would be judged because we're all kind of judgmental aren't we you know what i mean and it's kind of sad that we 
thrive toward authenticity and we want honesty but we are not ones to put the first foot forward to be honest and authentic i always say to persons who reach out to me about content you know oh you got eighteen thousand people on on tiktok how do you do it how do you get there and i'm saying to them listen i could have had 18 million people on tiktok if i created the right content because no, authenticity doesn't sell real doesn't sell sexuality sells drama sells trauma sells those are the things that people want to see because we're all kind of thriving to see other people's demise for us to feel better about ourselves and that's a lot of unhealed people that we're working walking around here with but that's the facts that's just how things are um i'm just always cognizant of the fact that I'm going to try to treat people how I want to be treated. And I'm not perfect at all because at the end of the day, sometimes somebody will say something and they don't mean anything by it. But then because of my triggers or past relationships or past trauma, I assume that they mean something when they mean something else. And I may react based off of that. And I usually, I'm usually the quickest to say, hey, okay, all right, I realize I'm reacting negative. We're getting off the bad, uh, getting off on a bad foot here. What exactly are you trying to say to me right now? And if it's what I think, I say, okay, so I thought that's what you were saying. So if that's what you're really saying, then this is what my answer is. And if, oh, okay, I apologize. That's not what you meant. I meant I thought something else. I'm always comfortable and happy to do that. But, you know, I am not a walkover for, by all means at all. And I will tell nobody to be a walkover at all. But sometimes you have to just kind of step back and let them explain to you. Because a lot of persons communicate but don't know how to communicate effectively. Anyway, so let's move on from that. So Patsy's is a great place. The food was nice. The food was very affordable. We had omelets again because we're omelet people, obviously. And we had bush tea. We had called ahead and they had made, they had sent bush tea for us down there. Some bush down there, mint and fever grass or lemongrass, if you want to call it that. And we had that. So we had lemongrass, lemonade. Um, we had lemongrass tea or, you know, bush tea. We had um, blended lemonade. We had our omelets that came with bread and hash browns. And we actually also had a dessert. We both had two dessert with ice cream scoops on top. And our entire dessert came, entire breakfast came to $44. And that was really good. That was surprising because we had less than that, half of that at the other location. And it was um more than that it was it cost more than that so i get it you know went on property there you're selling you're paying for the sand sun and sea but off <laughs> off those properties you're really not so patsy's is a great place i'd highly recommend 13 out of 20 13 out of 10 what did you 13 out of 10 highly recommend it is a great place to go to it's affordable desserts are great listen there is a baker that her name is called it's kevy it's kevy is very she's a small business operator but i don't know what a girl put in a chocolate cake all right now she tell me she really like the chocolate cake was so smooth and soft and melts in your mouth and the richness of it i kid you i don't even like chocolate cake but i tried it and it was so so good so pick up yourself kevy i really like that uh we left from there we actually drove around for a little bit and then we went back to the hotel we had dinner where did we have dinner we we bought burgers we bought burgers when we went to burger king one day actually to just get something quick and then we went back to hedo the next morning for breakfast so because we liked the break the dinner in the night i wanted to try the omelet and stuff the next morning so we went back the next morning 
for breakfast and to kind of enjoy the property more in the day you know see some see you know it would be more low-key and more people hanging around and that kind of thing we were able to build a lot of connections through that as well we you know spoke to other people who were there and we had real genuine conversations the food there this yesterday um came yesterday the food there was actually very good too um the breakfast was really good there's a lot of variety you know that with hotel there's always a lot of variety we had a mimosa they gave him a bottle of champagne for his um wine champagne for his birthday and we just kind of created our own mimosas at the table it was really good it was really fun the staff there 10 out of 10 they were great great personality they were very authentic too they're so accustomed to certain things that are happening there that nothing is changing nothing you know it's like a normal everyday for them so we had a lot of conversation with the staff the security the front desk people the waiters the waitresses the chefs that kind of thing and it was really good to just kind of hear their view on what was going on that kind of thing so awesome place we went back to the hotel and we had dinner there with him. We had jerk pork and I had the chicken cordon blue. I hadn't had a chicken cordon blue in a minute. Uh, my challenge with the chicken cordon blue is that it wasn't hot. It wasn't hot at all. It looked, it's obviously something that they did and they either were reheating it or and it wasn't reheated through and through. So it wasn't cold, but it wasn't, it was just hot some places and warm some places. You know that there was something going on. Didn't appreciate that so much. I had it with fries. The sauces with the fries was really good. It was like a barbecue kind of sauce. So that wasn't too bad at all. Bay had jerk pork and rice and peas. I didn't have any other rice and peas, but I did try the jerk pork and it wasn't bad. It was really seasoned well, very jerk porky, like any jerk pork can do. And uh, that was it. We spent the day there. We checked out the following morning because we had an early flight. And that was that. End of the day, the experience the entire weekend was a very learning one. It's a very enlightening one. Overall, I learned that don't wait until you are in your ripe old age of 70s and 80s to enjoy life. I saw a lot of old, old people that were just trying to enjoy their vacation. They were having difficulties coming off the beach chairs, walking in the water, walking for long spaces at times. There were persons there who were on, in wheelchair. There were persons who were at a hotel that were sick. They were on their last lifeline. You know, they were going through cancer and they've been through so many different type of um, treatments that they were like, you know, this is probably the end of it. I'm just going to, you know, see what I can do and live the best life I can now. And I felt, I felt sad for those kinds of persons, you know, because... I don't know what their life was like before and I, I'm not speculating or judging, but I know based on what I see around me that a lot of us just work for 60 years, really and truly 60 years, 40 to 60 years just to enjoy our last five years on life, five years on earth. So after working so long, you just, just know I'm enjoying it. I remember... The other day, my girlfriend and I were talking about booking another trip, and I said, "Girl, I'm looking at trips to book." And I'm at my bank account is saying, "What? What are you doing, girl? Go to the, girl, go, 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 go watch Instagram." My bank account is saying, "Go watch Instagram and TikTok for people's trip because you can't afford to book a trip right now." And I'm like, "Nah, I'm still looking, and I'm going to book it. Like, I'm going to find the money and book another trip because I heard her tell me a story about she going to a, um." A retirement party for a lady who worked in real estate and travel all her life. She was now 65 years old at her 65th birthday party. She was there 
enjoying it with her retirement all of that and she's like i'm so happy now i'm so relaxed now i can't wait to go to italy i have my trips booked for france and she's going to bali and she's going to south africa she has all these trips booked in the next year and that lady went home from her party went to her bed and died never woke up she lived her entire life watching other people travel and live the life that she wanted buy the houses that she wanted possibly and she was just waiting her time bathing her waiting it out you know to see her get the money and the time and the funds to now decide to enjoy it and she was unable to and i look at that and that for me was eye-opening it was shocking for me i didn't know who she was i didn't know she was what she was about i just knew know that i don't want to have that kind of life i will i may never be able to live exactly how i want it or i may never be able to do everything i want or the way i want it or get everything i want but for damn sure i'm going to try i want to try to go to the countries i want i'm going to do the research and save the money and see what how what happens find different avenues to get that done i'm going to try and that's my you know my gift to you today you know this is your wake-up call to you know go towards what you want I met a lady over the over the weekend that I was there. She was a grandmother of four. Um, she was like, I live in South Dakota. I hate it there. My husband and I hate it there. I'd love to move to Canada. I'd love to move to Florida. Sorry. I'd love to move to Florida. I'm like, what? Move to Florida? She said, I can't afford the taxes. I can't afford the insurance. I said, sell your house, downsize, go into a mini a mini, a mini home, get a, a mini home and you know, downsize and go to Florida and live and enjoy the life and the sun and the sea, you know, and what do you want to move there for? How, why do that? She's like, no, no, no. I got too much shit. I got too many roots put down. I don't, I said, but then you don't want to move to Florida. You want to, you like the idea of moving to Florida, but you don't want to put in the work for it. And that's pretty much all we are. We're a bunch of wanting something and not doing something. We're a bunch of wanting to be that girl and being that woman and have that job and have that car, but we're not about trying to actually work to get it. Nothing in life is easy. Usually the bad things are nothing, nothing are the things that you don't want usually come to you easier because you're not looking to work for them. They just kind of happen to you. But the reality is that nothing that you really want is going to just come to you because you want it to come to you. There is some level of manifestation of yes in life, but there's a lot of working towards your manifestation. So I want to be a radio show personality hosting my own TV show or my own radio show. I can't just sit here every day and watch people doing and do nothing to do it. I'm not building up the credibility. I'm not having a platform. I'm not talking about topics that, that matter to people. I'm not doing anything. I'm just saying, hey, I want to be a radio personality. And that's that. No matter what it is you want in life, whether it is your career, the type of man or woman that you want, the type of place you want to live, the type of car you want to drive, the lifestyle you want to live, you really and truly can do any of that if you just put your mind to it. And even though there are so many things that I still want to do, I have no doubts. Like, I used to be worried about whether or not I'll own a home or own a car or, or you know, travel the world or do whatever. And I now don't worry about it because I'm working towards whatever it is that's right in front of me and i'm grateful for whatever i've I've gotten 
And once you put yourself in a space of gratitude, complete gratitude all the time, you will realize that honestly, it's not, you, you, you don't really want anything. You don't want anything. If you're always so grateful for everything that you want, you, you have, you definitely are going to be in, you, you, you're just going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay in your space of gratitude, always sending thanks, you praise to God, you praise your God and you worship the best way you can and you thank the universe and God or the spirit or however you, you divinely worship for where you, where you're going. I'm a Christian. So obviously I'm thanking God for everything that I have in my life and I work towards that. So your takeaway from today is to be authentic and true to yourself. Work towards the things that you want to work towards. Don't judge people because you don't like to be judged either. Don't do it. And you, everything in life that you're doing has to come to an end. How will you live your life when it gets to the end of it? Are you going to be on your deathbed and say, I wish I had bought more cars or more houses? Or are you going to say, I wish I had created more memories with my family and my friends and everybody who is around me that mattered to me? You know, when I turned 40, one of the things, one of the profound things I realized, I spent 15, almost 20 years worried about what people thought about my mind, my body, my thoughts, my experiences, what they thought about me. I wasted that time crippling myself, not doing what I wanted to do because I was afraid that people might think negatively or say negative things or be afraid to speak my mind because people might not like me or like my ideas. And when I turned 40, I was like, never mind. I, I really don't care that much anymore. It's I've lived this life. I've been through enough shit that I can say what I can say. And I know the 20 year olds and the 25 year olds and the 30 year olds that are listening to this podcast now might say, well, you're a Cita. You're there. You're in your 40s. You're going up there. You have the experience to do that. But I didn't have somebody telling me that it really doesn't matter at this stage in your life, 20, 30, 20, 20 and 30s, what people think. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter because they can't will in interest and beat you. They can't do nothing to you at all. So at this point, are you living for them or are you living for you? That's my time, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I know this was a really random rant. I didn't even know how to how to name it. But <laughs> I'm glad you came through and I'm glad you listened to the end. Um, actually, today's sponsor was supposed to sponsor too and I haven't put her in there. I didn't tell her I was going to use her as a sponsor either. But it's perfectly her. She does feminine care hygiene products and she's on Instagram. Perfectly her on Instagram and she's on TikTok as well. You can just tell her Isita sent you. She does feminine hygiene products, washes, oils, boric acids and stuff like that. So you can definitely go ahead and do... Take her a look out. Take a look at her stuff. Order from her. I've used her products myself. She has a oil that was great. It was really great. And thank you so much for joining me today. If you're not following me on any of my social media, go ahead and follow me. I'm at With Love Sita everywhere. And I'm at Touch Grass on Instagram for this podcast. And I will see you on the next podcast, guys. Bye.